Good morning, everyone. Welcome back. Coming to you live from the CBS Community College of Summers in Philadelphia. Beautiful Wednesday morning. And we continue here with Der Hashem. We are getting towards the end of <coughs> Simen Ches. Lengthy paragraph over here. And Simen Ches, of course, is towards the end of Perakei, which is towards the end of Chelek Aleph. We're even closer to ending off Chelek Aleph, the first section of the four sections of Der Hashem. <coughs> Exciting. Exciting time over here. So again, we're in Chelek Aleph, Perakei, the end of Ches. Aleph, Hei Ches. And in Ches, he's been talking about the two different sets of Kaychas. We saw that the Kaychas that the Ramchal is describing to us have multiplied, not just one set of Kaychas, it's two sets of Kaychas, one for Toiv and one for Ra. And everything down here that is Ra, everything that here, down here is the absence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is governed by a Kayach, the same way everything that is Toiv is governed by a Kayach. And there's systems, as, 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 as we've seen till now, the whole, this whole realm is very complex, diverse, complicated, comes with its own rules, its own, its own, its own uh, principles. The same way down here, there's rules and laws and principles. Up there, it's no different. And um, that brings us to, <clears throat> let's see, well, let's go to uh, here, Vihine. Vihine. Klala Eila. Okay, towards the end of Ches, where he's talking about, again, the system of around the system of Toiv. And the same way the system of Toiv has Kaychas that, that can be in alignment or out of alignment, the system of Ra also has Kaychas. We saw that there is this asymmetry that HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't deal directly with Ra. Rather, Ra, the existence of Ra, is dependent on HaKadosh Baruch Hu's absence. And that's because, again, it's a system which is a B'diyeva, which is just a means to an end. And there, only to, to, to be able to facilitate the ultimate objective and purpose of mankind, which is Bechar Tabachai. Only there to allow for Bacharza Bachim, you can allow Bacharza Bachim if there's an alternative. That's why Kosh Baruch doesn't attach his name to, to Rah. The, the, the rule behind these Kaychas, whether they're active or not active, to a degree or entirely, again, Kaychas are activated given their strength when the Rebbein Shalalim is absent. But not that it's automatic, but that's what gives them their power. That's what gives them their strength. According to the, the, the degree that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is absent, and where he is absent, to that degree, the, 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 these Kaychas HaRa, the system in, in spirituality, which powers the Ra, we see down here, will get its strength, derive its strength and, and presence and existence. And it, or to, you know, different and various areas where they will show up, as we said yesterday. It's never black and white, all or nothing. Helam, Hester Panav, or Ha'oras Panav, Hashem is here, or He's not here, present or absent. In any given moment, at any given point in our lives, and in, 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 in terms of the functioning of the Bria, there's areas where there's Hester Panav, areas where there's Ha'oras Panav, areas where there's more Hester Panav, areas where there's more Ha'oras Panav, always, you know. Is illness going around, sickness, the flu, whatever it may be, that's a degree of Hester Panim. But on the other hand, look where you're functioning, look where you're, you're healthy, there's He'oras Panim. It's always like that. Vihine. Vihizgaber ha-kaychas ha-eilu When these kaychas hara rise in strength and they are able to be in control, uvimashlam, 
when they can be in control, that's a scary thought, a scary way of presenting it, but it's, it's true and real that there can be a memshala, authority and control and power given to the kaychas haram. So when that occurs, yuchash kaychatayv. When the kaychas haram are given strength due to Hester Panim, they push kaychas hatayv out of the way. Here we see the very interesting and delicate balance of power and relationship and the dynamic that is there between the kaychas hatayv and the kaychas hara. So we, we see now what the Ramchal is sharing with us as we round out this paragraph is that not the Peshat that there's two independent sense of kaychas and kaychas hatayv create bracha and, and blessing down here, kaychas hara, create chaos and, and suffering down here, and just it's either sometimes this one, sometimes that one. They are, are, are linked with one another that when one is rising in power, the other one is, 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 is uh, getting pushed out of the way. And that's really a pasuk in the Torah, ulaum you know, it's ostensibly describing the relationship between Yaakov and Esau. But the Torah there is giving us this dynamic between Yaakov and Esau that when one rises, the other has to fall. They can't both rise at the same time. They don't both fall at the same time. The Yaakov and Esau is kaychas and kaychas We know Esau is, 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 is really a... Is, is, um, Governed by Samach Mem, the, 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 the Malachim that are in charge of all the Kaychas Hara. That's really what Esav is, is a representat- representation of. And the Torah is on the surface describing the timeless struggle. And this tug of war between Yaakov and Esav. But on a deeper level, it's really describing what the Ramchal is talking about over here the relationship between Kaychas Hara and Kaychas Hatayv. So it's not the Peshat that there's like two different factions in two different places, independent of one another, and they're both, you know, vying. And competing with one another to do what they can do, they are mamish linked one to the other, and it's either one or the other. <clears throat> Let's see. When the kaychas hara are able to rise in power, yuchash kaychatayv that automatically diminishes and weakens the kaychas hatayv. And un- that undermines and causes a certain amount of um, of uh, of of. Um, A state of disrepair to how the kaychas hatayv should be looking. That alignment that we that we have been mentioning, that they're supposed to be, and it gets them out of alignment, puts them in a state of disrepair. The shuheim they and their everything that they that they affect are are weakened and uh, and and uh, rendered powerless automatically when the kaychas hara gain in strength. At, uh, on the other hand, when the kaychas hara are subdued, when they're subdued, v'tinato and remove from them the control and the ability to to send uh, send their own their ideas and their directions and their orders and instructions down here, then yigbar hatoyv, kaychas hatoyv are once again able to rise up, v'yusukanu sharashi and avraim. And then it breathes in a state of repair, in a state of tikkun, in a state of shlemus. It's firm, it's solid, it's 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 stable. And stabilized through toiv. And toiv and all of its resulting effects down here has been reinforced and stabilized. 
Okay. Um, there's, there's a couple of very significant ideas and fundamental uh, insights that the Ramchal just gave us in this <clears throat> dynamic, the interplay between Tov and Ra. So the, what, the first is what we mentioned already just now, is that you see Tov and Ra, the systems of Tov and Ra are not like two independent systems, and they're each, you know, it's not like this uh, Pepsi and Coca-Cola. Each one's trying to outdo the other, out-advertise out the other, and out-profit the other. And uh, you know, I, I can go to I can go to the Pepsi machine. I can go to the Coca Cola machine, and sometimes I go here, sometimes I go there. You know, they're each putting tons and tons of money into their into their infrastructures, etc. It's not like this. Not two competing outfits, each of which is is given a budget, each of which is given the ability to advertise, solicit business, etc. No, it, it's set up in a very delicate way. That when one goes up, the other one goes down. One goes down, the other goes up. And um, when the Kaychas Hara go up, the Kaychas HaToyv and Mela go down, and the Kaychas Hara go down, the Kaychas HaToyv go up. That we saw. Um, but taking that further, the Ramchal um, gave away to us in describing this. There's two more ideas over here. He talked about the, the uh, dynamic between Toiv and Ra in terms of these two ideas which we're going to see right now in his Lashon, two very interesting diukim uh, that we can make based on how the Ramchal describes things, which go directly, mamash, hand in hand with um, what we were explaining yesterday and, 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 and the day before as to why a Kodesh Baruch Hu, doesn't mean that Rebbe Hashem doesn't attach his name to Ra, doesn't associate with Ra, even though he definitely created Ra, and, and it's d- dependent on him. And the Ramchal said, first of all, he said, um, He's describing the, the interplay between the two sets of keiches in terms of Ra going up or Ra going down. Ra gaining the strength or Ra losing strength. So we get that. When Ra goes up, Toiv goes down. When Ra goes down, Toiv goes up. But he didn't just say in terms of up and down. He talked about Ra being misgaber and Ra being nichna. When Ra is nichna, that's a very interesting Lushan to use, nichna. And, and that's not the natural Lushan that we would use. That's not the intuitive way to describe it. We're talking about up and down, gaining strength and losing strength. We, we talk about you know going up or going down. We talk about being powerful or, or, or being um, weak. The Ramachas is a Lushan of yuchnu. Yuchnu means not just to be subdued. Yuchnu means to be subordinate. To be subject to something else. That's what nichna means. Nichna means I'm subordinate to something else. I'm, 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 I'm an agent of something else. That's seemingly much more complicated than it needs to be. We didn't need to make it so complicated. We just talk. All we need to tell you, so, you know, all we need to hear is that Ra can be more powerful, less powerful, less powerful, stronger and weaker. When it's weak, then there's more power to type. When it's strong. There's less power to type. What's this idea of nichna? He describes Ra when, when the Kaychas of Ra becomes weak in terms of Ra being nichna, subordinate and subdued. The idea is exactly what we said. That Ra is really there. Ra's ultimate purpose is to be subordinate. Is to be... Is to be... Um, there for something else. Is to be... Um, 
to become bottled to something else. And we always talk about bitul hara. Bitul hara. That our job is to be mavatul hara. Now, when we say that, that, that phrase, we just think of it in our minds, bitul hara means to, to get rid of the ra, negate the ra. Negate it. Our job is to negate it. We, we see ra outside of us, we take a stand, we say, Arois! We shout at the ra. Get out of here, right? I mean, my kids hated Eretz Yisrael. The first grade rabbi, the first grade rabbim are always, no matter what the hater is, as litvish as they come, the first grade hater, the first grade rabbi is always chassidish. Always. He's usually an overweight chassidish guy with long pace. And, and that's, that's what kids need, kids need in first grade, is uh, chassidish rabbim. So, the, so when my kids were in first grade, they were in the litvish hater there. And they had a rabbi, and taught them a whole song about the Yetzir Hara. And, and it was in Yiddish, it was in Hebrew, and then it was in Yiddish. But um, the whole song about the Eight Sahara was telling the Eight Sahara was was to the tune of um, whatever that tune is. Eight Sahara, Eight Sahara, Lech mi po, Lech mi po, Ani lo chaveshacha, Ani lo chaveshacha, Lech mi po, Lech mi po. And it's taught in Yiddish also. Eight Sahara, Eight Sahara, Geyarois, Geyarois. Right? So get out of here. Get out of here. Right? So that's what you tell the Yetzirah. Lech mi po. That's our job. Bittal ara. Bittal ara. You tell the Yetzirah, get out of here. Right? Arois. That's what we think of when we say bittal ara. We're screaming at the Yetzirah. Screaming or singing. Singing with the Yetzirah. Putting the Yetzirah on our lap and singing a nice song to him. Right? Um, that's not really what bittal ara means. Bittal is a lashon of bittal. What does bittal mean? From the... Pile plays over here. The soides habria are, are are really hiding in that phrase bitul hara that we use all the time. We gotta take a closer look at it. Bitul can be translated as to be negated, but when you're mavatl something, you're mavatl it to something else, like an isr veheter taruvis. When is something treif bottle? Bottle v'shishim, bottle v'roif. Something is bottled to something else. That's what makes it bottled. And where did it go? Where did it go? It can't just be bottled. It has to be bottled to something. Something is negated to something else. It's subsumed within something else's identity. It's always what bittel is. Bittel biroif. Bittel bishishim. So we talk about bittel hara. We're not talking about destroying ra. We're not talking about arois. Lech mipo. We're talking about being mavatal rat to something else, to the kaychas of toif. And what does that mean? What does it mean to be mavatal rat to toif? That means to make it very clear and very obvious that Ra's only here to work together with toif. Ra's only here to make toif meaningful. Ra's only here to allow me to do the idea of uvacharta b'chayim. That's bitul hara, half of a fellow. What an amazing idea. And that's what the Ramchal is saying in Describing it as when they're nichna, the point of ra is there not to not to destroy it, but for it to be nichna, to be humbled to something else, for it to be subordinate, subservient to something else. And what does it mean when ra is subservient to toiv? Obviously, it means the, the most idea is you know the things that we saw in Evan Shleimah that I use the Yetzirah for the good for the right thing. I'm using my, my Taivas to serve Hashem. I'm using my Gashmi to serve Hashem. Of course it means that, but it goes beyond that. The 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 Oymikadvam, really a bit of Ra is 
that I'm able to be Megala, that the Ra was only here to make the Toiv meaningful. The Ra was only here to allow me to, to have a, 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 a significant choice to make. And Ra, Mavis, is only here to be able to do the Ubachar Tabachayim. That's it's Nichna. That's Nichna to the, to the Toiv. In other words, if not for Ra, if Ra wasn't there, then Toiv would be. Meaningless. Meaningless would be, okay, it's always there, it's always sort of That's right. flat. Grain. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And that's the idea of nichna. What an amazing insight and we have, that we have from the Ramchal using this one word, ukashiyuchnu. That's the ultimate purpose of Ra, is to make the type meaningful. That is, Rabbi Yisrael, why bitol hara is. That's why we always say bitol hara. Not, 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 hoitzos uh, hara. Not, 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 hashlochas hara. Or gerush hara. But bitl hara, raz bottle to the toif. It's there to be this battle to the toif. What that means is to just make the toif meaningful, uh, 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 together with all the other ideas, which are also very true. That I'm using what looks like ra. I'm using it for toif. That's also bitl hara. That's also an idea of bitl hara. Okay, that's one. That's one thing that we one gold nugget that we're able to extract over here. <clears throat> Um, also, we see that the Ramchal, when he talks about the Koychas HaToiv um, being reestablished after the Ra is, is Nichna, indeed, subordinated, um, he talks about that in terms of the system stabilizing. The system is now stable. The system is solid. He said, um, when, the, when we're able to pull this off, then Toiv and, and the whole world is stabilized, is now firm and solid and reinforced. Which makes it also clear that this world can have two states, stable and unstable. Stable and unstable. <clears throat> and this again shows us that there's an asymmetry over here and it again shows us it's not just like two independent systems of power. There's koiches, there's a koiches of Taiv, the koiches that govern Ra. Taiv has its ideas, it's memshala, Ra has its memshala, and the question is what's going on in this world? No, it, it's, it, it, it is really only one um, purpose behind this world, and that's toiv. And, and we want the kaychas toiv to be full force, to be fully activated. That's what this world is all about, and it's what we um, want to see. And then we have stability, his yatsfus, the world is yatsif, is, is, is stable and solid, because it's, it's <clears throat> Uh, connected to the stability, so to speak, of HaKadosh Baruch Himself. Ra is really never supposed to be there. Ra is not supposed to be in charge, not supposed to be running the world. Because when Ra runs the world, the world runs out of control, the world runs away. It's detached from the Rebbeinu Shalalem, and it really doesn't <coughs> have any stability. It only has chaos and instability and insecurity, and it's shaky. Because um, it's not really intended to be a kaiyach in of itself, a memshal in of itself, is really only there to allow me to do a vachar tavachayim. So when Ra is, is in control, the world is really very unstable. Very unstable. So again, it's not two competing memshalas. It's the reality, real reality, and, and the fake reality, the facade of reality, which is there to make real reality meaningful, but we definitely don't want that in control. When that's in control, the world is detached from the Rebbein Shalom and is in danger of burning itself out because it's really not connected to anything that is stable and solid and uh, <coughs> objective reality. So again, we see the, 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 this, this asymmetry and another insight into the fact that, and another connecting, and a connection 
So we were, we were explaining the other day what it means Hashem is associated with Tov and not associated with Ra. Let's go on. Everything that we mentioned and discussed when it comes to Tov and Ra. The battle between the mind and the and the um, the mind and the muscles, the intellect, the intelligence, <coughs> and the um, physicality. Everything has to do with the state of repair and disrepair of the world. All traces itself back to the um, the koiches, these two sets of koiches, which are inextricably linked one to the other, rising and, and falling in strength. The hagia and yonavetoldoisam binivraim, and how they and their effects show up down here in the world of physical reality. Bisharashim by baanofim, on a core level, level of origin or level of of um, of of, of uh, output over here. When to the degree that they are subdued, or their pool is bittel, again you see that he's losing, using both shines back to back hachna and bittel, which is beautifully together with how we were explaining it. It's the idea of being subordinate, not being negated, but being subordinated. Which is all ultimately showing up in um, how. Much they're present or not present over here. The kaiches um, hara in the the uh, in the point of origin or in their destination, in terms of how they show up in reality as well. So it all starts and ends with the kaiches. It's all about the kaiches and the interplay between the kaiches above, which shows up down here, which wraps up ches, which is where we will stop for today. Hashem, tomorrow we will continue with tests and we are getting ready to wrap up the first chelik of Derech Hashem. Thank you all for joining. Everyone should be well and. Um, Stay, stay safe, guys. Stay healthy, and uh, we share lots and lots and lots of good news, all of us together.